You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar that there ever was. Daniel, you know what else is tasty? What's that? Um, a mouthful of someone else's shrubbery. That's what's tasty. <laughs> well, uh, I don't. I I could never condone the vandalism of a shrubbery. <laughs> That's I, true. That's I true. believe that there are some things in life you, that must be held touch. dear. You hold them higher I, because they're more important than the others. And a shrubbery is, in fact, one of those things. But, um. When you go down into the techno-infested waters Ugh. that are Williams Bryce Stadium, golly, um, how many plural farms I, are you going to try? Okay, I don't know who William is. I don't know who Bryce is, but they could not have been happy no. about the effort that South Carolina put forth in that affair. Uh, the rooster was crowing every time All it was the third way down. Down to the fourth <laughs> every- quarter with two minutes left, Daniel, and we we're bleeding out the clock. That rooster made an appearance. That rooster still going. Um, <laughs> but no, we went into South Carolina. Your boys felt good about this game. Felt yep. like a cover was coming. Felt like, um, yeah, there were some things. We'll, we'll, we'll pat ourselves on the back here in a little bit. Oh, we're going to do just that. But certainly, certainly quite a weekend for the dogs. Uh, very much so. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Clinton. He's Daniel. We are two Georgia fans that made a podcast because we like talking about UGA athletics in all of its forms, mainly football and basketball, which we'll touch on here in a little bit. Uh, We are not gurus or insiders. There's no paywall to get behind. We just want your fandom to increase as our fandom increases. So that's why we have microphones in front of us, uh, so that you can listen to this without having to get our expert analysis of any crystal balls whatsoever. That's right. Uh, For fans, by fans, that's what the podcast is about. If you're a Georgia fan, then we are glad you're here. Um, If you're new to the show, welcome. Welcome. Lots of uh, new listeners every week, it seems, during the season. Maybe you're a basketball fan. You're just jumping on board Come on. Uh, for basketball season. Um, welcome to the show. If you just click that subscribe button, we are here five days a week, and that will get the, the podcast downloaded to the device of your choosing each and every day on whatever the podcast listening app is that you most desire. If you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review. Thank you to all of you who have done that recently. Or in the distant past, uh, taking it way back to the very beginning mm. of the podcast. Thank you if you left us a five-star rating and review. Helps other people find the show, and it's really the nicest compliment that you can give us. And so if you enjoy the show, we uh, that's all that we ask you to do. Um, uh, if you really like the show, you can... Um, tell a friend about the show. You can uh, tweet about the show. You can help support us that way. If you really, really like the show, you could maybe one day become the executive producer slash intern. Rotating, uh, the position, rotating the position, position is, opening on Indeed. Position is not currently available. It is being held down by M-Dubs, but uh, you never know. This, this, It's a weird year. It's pandemic year, and so anything could happen. Um, uh, kudos to all of you out there, by the way, uh, our, our longtime fans. A special, a special shout out 
to our boy uh, Gurf Dog, I believe Ooh. is the. I believe that's the. I think that's how you pronounce there's not, that. There's not many people in this world who can okay. insult you right to your face, uh-huh. Clint, uh-huh. while making you feel like. He's still your friend. And I, I, I believe that's what happened to you over I, the weekend. That's I, got, the, I got slapped right upside the face. And I said, uh-huh. thank and you, you. you said, thank, thank I, you. May I, may I have may another? I have another. <laughs> How did he do that, Daniel? I don't, I don't know, but I was really enjoying, I was really enjoying it. Uh, Look, we are glad that you're here. Thank you for being here. LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com is the email if you want to correspond with us. The aforementioned Twitter handle is at Dogs Podcast. Uh, give us a follow and message us on there. Uh, we'd love to hear your takes, thoughts, and opinions about our takes, thoughts, and opinions or anything else that might come up. For right now, though, Clint, we're going to get to basketball mm-hmm. later in the show. Uh, Georgia got his season kicked off finally on Sunday. Um, and secured a victory. We're going to talk about that in segment three, but segments one and two, Clint, where should we start with this massacre? Do you want to start with the offense? Do you want to start with the defense? Do you want to start with the special teams? Do you want to start? Uh, I'm going to let you lead us off. Look, I, I need to start. This is not my most uh, enjoyably uh, watched part of this game because the offense, my goodness, I'm going to get to my most enjoyable part of this game in a little bit uh heads up it's not zamir white it's not okay James Cook. well we'll probably be in a fight later then <laughs> turns out the second position on indeed is close yeah uh we'll get to that in a moment because they were all fantastic but i just got to tell you this right now right here okay tell me right now tell Lewis me this scene Mm, I love goodness. every single thing you do in a UGA uniform. And hold on, Clint, you- hold on, Clint. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry to cut you off. So, Lewisine just killed another man. Another just, somebody. Man. Somebody else's life was why, just ended. Why did at the you let him out on bail? Why did you allow that to happen? Because that no, man's out there the- doing bad intentional things to horrible, horrible mm-hmm. teams. Lewis seen Daniel. This game solidified something for me, and it solidified the whole defense. We can get to it in a moment. There were some flashes. Aziz and Adam Anderson. Nice knowing you. Thank you for being a dog. Uh, I can't wait for you to be sacking NFL quarterbacks for a very long time in the NFL. Uh, there was a one-arm shiver mm. by Adam mm. Anderson with a right I didn't crossover. Know. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know he had that in him. I, I did not know that that move was in the bag. Clint. I thought he was a speed rusher, Daniel. I thought he just ran around the outside of you, but it turns out he nope. went right into the right tackle's chest and said, Good day, sir. Hello. I'll be having the quarterback now. That's it. Um, Aziz and Adam looked like their old selves again. It felt great. Um, there was absolutely no threat of a passing game, which uh, which helped out quite a bit. I thought Christopher Smith played admirably. Again, no threat of a passing game, and so it's it's a little bit hard to judge uh, against this type of competition. But this is kind of what we told you about this defense. You were they were going mm-hmm. to look elite. Mm-hmm. against inferior competition and with the exception of maybe one or two drives um some of those early drives assisted the pass interference call on Lewisine just unbelievable um the uh there, there's a trick play that um 
that almost got blown up that they ended up hitting a big play. So, so some of those scoring drives, uh, the defense played better than 16 points. I'll say yes. That. The defense yes, played better than allowing 16 points. But you didn't even mention, Clint, if we're going to start with the defense, shame on you. And shame on me for letting us get to this point. Mm. Without mentioning big number 88, Jalen Carter. Who is this man, Clint? And um. what has he done with the fresh, with the true freshman defensive lineman that I kept hearing so much about? Because this mm. is a grown man. This is more this is Jul- this is Julian Rochester's grandfather, I believe, is out here playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of incredible what's happening to him. Jalen Carter came into camp and said, "Let me show you exactly who I am right now." He has the skill, Trayvon, kind of that that same mold of giant, huge, big, athletic, can move with all the weight in the world. Daniel, there was one play I, you could have thrown. He could have done Oklahoma drill with three guards straight in a row mm. and it would have mm-hmm. been the same it, it's a pile up on the interstate it's a it's a semi truck jackknifed on the side because that's what happened when he got hit by there by, were it was just incredible there were some moments when he didn't break stride when he went through the offensive lineman like he he was going from point a to point b on his way to the quarterback the offensive lineman was there the offensive lineman blocked him and i'm using heavy air quotes at this point uh and jalen carter literally did not break stride was not deterred in any way shape form or fashion dislodged him like some sort of seed from his tooth this is what we're going to need when uh jordan davis uh makes uh makes haste to the nfl uh it is it is more development like this from guys mm-hmm. like Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. He's got a little bit of weight that's going to get put on that frame, Clint. I also thought Zion Logue and others played yeah, admirably. Looked great. Uh, on uh, which is which is a marked improvement from anything previously that we have seen out of them. And so uh, I'll take it. I'll take any sort of a building block we can get. Um, defense played well, Clint, but that. That really isn't the story okay. of the game. The amuse bouge, the the, the little tasty treat you get before the meal is out of the place. Let's get to the meal itself, Daniel, shall we? Bef- before we get to the meal, Clint, let's discuss um, relaxation. Let's mm. discuss just taking a moment to chill. If that is what you feel like you need, coming off a holiday weekend, heading into another incredibly busy season, a lot of stuff going on. Everybody knows that. Um, uh, The Christmas season only brings more rush and chaos to your life. If you just feel like you need to chill, chill, then reach for the beer that is literally made to chill. It is as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies themselves, not uh not the montana rockies not even montana rockies don't even hold a candle to the the crispness and refreshment that is coors light it is the beer that is literally made to chill uh and so if that's what you need if you need a reset button if you need a rewind if you need uh to just chill if you are looking for the beer the official beer of sitting on your couch and watching college football or basketball then you need to reach for Coors Light get Coors Light and its new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com that's get.coorslight.com celebrate responsibly golden Coors Brewing Company golden Colorado Daniel this offense said um, 
Oh, we we still in fifth gear? We'll score again, thank you. We, we'll we just we fine. We're just going to we'll continue to score. They came out, they scored. They got the ball back. What they do next? I think they, sco- they, I think they, they scored. scored. They went ahead and scored. Is they this got the one ball of those right trick questions what? where I'm going to keep answering no. the same thing the next, every time? The next time they scored. Yeah, they just kept scoring, okay. Clint. They scored a lot of points in the football game, Clint. It was 45 of them all told. That's a lot. They scored 45 points and took a knee on the one-yard line as yeah. as time expired. So Again, let that sink in. That should, that should tell you uh, the 50-piece was alive and well Oof. in this game. Uh, Kirby likes Mike Bobo too much. He wanted Dejan to get that touchdown at the end, man. We're going to talk about Dejan Edwards in a second. But, oh, hold uh, on. We, are you sure? We talk we, about. We Dejan might talk Edwards. about him sooner rather than later. Uh, this offense was in overdrive. JT Daniels painfully efficient. Ten of sixteen for a buck thirty-nine. Two touchdowns, one interception. Best throw he made all night, Clint. Was it one of the touchdown passes? Nope. No. It was the interception uh, to Kiaris, uh throwing the ball to Kiaris Jackson. Hit Kiaris right in the hands, threaded it uh, over one defender, underneath another one. Kiaris knows that he is the reason for that interception. He, fe- You could tell he felt awful about it. Hit him in the hands. He should have had it. It would have been a, a difficult catch, but he should have had it. Bounced off of him, bounced up in the air. Fluke interception, not JT's fault at all. There were... Um, there were some underthrows. There were some, there, you know, the throw to Bird on the sideline. Everybody looks at. Yes, that was an underthrow. There was a moment when, you know, Matt Stitchcomb thinks he, you know, took an egregious sack by not throwing the ball away. Okay, all right, sure, all right, well, sure, that's fine. JT Daniels looked great in this game. He absolutely did not seem to have a drop off at all. It's just that he didn't need to throw the ball at all, Clint. No, no, Daniel, he not not at all. He. He threw 16 more passes than was necessary in this game, Daniel. 100% accurate. We would have won this game by more than two touchdowns if JT Daniels had not existed. So if let's if let's Trey Hill would have just snapped oh. the ball straight to a running back the entire game and JT Daniels had just sat on the sideline. Correct. With no quarterback. 10 men on the field. We win this game by two touchdowns. Correct. Uh, JT okay. Daniels, that, uh, by the way, uh, the second, my s- second favorite throw, that interception that was not really an interception, not his fault. Um, it was, in fact, an interception, but not his fault. My second favorite throw was the sideline throw to Jorge that he came Ooh. back to get that. Daniel, it was not the Ooh. biggest play of the night. Nope. But nope. you know what it was like? It was like when you're golfing and somebody chips in from 15 feet onto the green mm-hmm. and that thing just mm-hmm. rolls straight, steady, and calm right into the bottom of the hole. And you look at it and you're like, that wasn't a 350 drive, but I'll tell you what, that was the prettiest shot he had all game, all day on the course. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's what that, that, was, that pass, it was incredible. But Daniel, you touched on it. Can we talk about the best, most efficient, most effective unit? And I do say that correctly because the running back yeah. Get to. The most mm-hmm. effective, but it was, the, most the most effective unit was not RBU, Clint. No. which is no, no. Um, RBU, That's saying a lot because uh, they rushed for three thirty-two. Oh my gosh! Clint. Oh my okay. gosh! But they didn't rush for three thirty-two because JT Daniels contributed for negative eighteen of that. So the running backs rushed for three fifty. Clint, okay. they put up okay. three hundred and fifty yards. 
on the running backs. But that's not who we're here to talk about, Clint. Let's talk about this offensive line. What kind of pregame meal are we talking about here for the offensive line? I don't know how many built bars they got in their system before the game. It's not time for the ad read yet, but it might as well be because (laughs) we're talking about Ben Cleveland putting away boxes. Cleveland. I want you to – Ben Cleveland – has has made three men orphans because their family have disowned them at this current moment, <laughs> Daniel. Three men are no longer having a last name because he took them for rides in which he produced just a movement of 10 yards. They were on skates mm-hmm. going backwards. Um, this whole... Sawyer, uh, McClendon... Everybody, Daniel, you go down this yep. entire line, not just pass pro. Normally, we're on here talking about their pass pro and how efficient they were in that uh, and how effective they were at protection. I'm talking about the get off and go. It was clear as day. Uh, Coach Luke just said, hey, um, I don't want to be called Mamby Pamby this game. Like, yeah, like no. No one's going no. to be looking at us and saying we're soft. Do you hear me? And they came out and responded. This offensive line was something spectacular. There were plays when somebody had to go tap Warren McClendon on the shoulder and explain to him that the play was over. You can stop driving your man backwards now. Like you can, you can, you can let go of him. We're going to run another we, one now. We, go, so we, we got to hike the ball before you do that again. We got we got to yeah. set procedure penalty if you do this ongoing. Look, we've been on Warren McClendon a little bit on this podcast. There have been some things that we have not liked, but let me just remind you, this cat, this guy's a, a redshirt freshman now. This is first year playing in the system. Uh, he, he's 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 handling himself pretty well. He's doing up there just on fine. the offensive line. Okay? Doing just, uh, doing just fine. Uh the entire O-line just absolutely physical, crushing people's souls. Um, but Clint, okay. Let me just let me just say, James Cook, <laughs> six carries, one oh four, and two tuds. Zamir White, mm. thirteen carries, eighty four yards, and two tuds. Mm. Kenny McIntosh, nine carries, seventy nine yards. Dejan Edwards, Yellow. fourteen carries, seventy seven yards. Um, let's start at the back, please, because this kid, 33, he deserves some, some airtime on the podcast. Does he not? Uh, we're going to give it to you right now. I'm Daniel and I are on record saying we have favorite players that are not necessarily the best players at UGA. Okay. Uh, Deshaun Edwards is going to fit in the category one day of being one of our favorite all time players at UGA who might not ascend to best running back, but hold on a second. Don't tell him I said that. Don't don't let him know I said that. Because that man, I don't think... He he ran the ball 14 straight times, I swear. All his (laughs) carries came consecutively. And he wasn't tapping his helmet for nothing. Somebody tapped his helmet and said, Coach wants you. And he said, I'm sorry, what? No, no, Coach, I'm good. Uh, This cat had one cut ability, foot in the ground, had workhorse mentality. He had all the facets. He had speed. He had burst. He had agility. He had quickness. He had one step cut inside, outside. I saw all on display. Now, again, fourth quarter. I I get it. Fourth quarter, bad team, defense, terrible, blah, blah, blah. Well, that was exciting. He's still coming in there doing work, but 
this is what we wait. This is what we wanted all season, Clint. All James season. Cook, Zamir White, Kenny McIntosh, the three-headed monster, the absolute. It didn't matter who you gave the ball to. They were just slaying people uh, up and down the field. You couldn't keep them out of the end zone. No. There were times when Zamir White on that touchdown. Or no, James Cook, I'm sorry, on that touchdown run. I've never seen anything more beautiful. I, I yelped like a, like a young child. Uh, it looked like he was shot out of an actual cannon. Trevor, it looked like he was literally, literally shot out of a cannon. Um, the, what can you say about these three running backs other than we told you that we, this was what was going to happen? Mm-hmm. We, we told you this now. Uh, we, we James said, Cook, by the way, James Cook, um, Looks effortless. Looks like he is the cat that is running the the four three forty and not breaking a sweat. Zamir White, by the way, looking for people to hit as he's running his four four forty. Like you, no, we're talking about Zamir White, often criticized by my co-host for right running with his head down. Right here, he is now running with his head on a swivel, not looking for openings, no. but looking for people. Whom's, whose life he may end on the way to the end zone. That's what Zamir is doing these days. Kenny McIntosh, I believe, just <laughs> likes running. Is there anyone on the team that likes to run more than Kenny McIntosh? You know how I know that? Because he often chooses to just run in the opposite direction <laughs> that the play is called in, just so he can run for I, more okay, yards. I know I got five, but let me let me back up. Let me try this again. Let me. I, it wasn't the yeah. look. I didn't get the perfect angle on the backup. It's off a degree. I can do better. I could coach. do better. I let me do try better. again. I can, I can do better. Um, 350 yards from the back client. What a, what a dominant performance this was. Um, uh, we will have some more to say about this game coming up uh, tomorrow. We will. Uh, We're going to finish up uh, as we talk about Vandy Look Ahead. And by the way, JDog3013, questions still out there we see on Twitter. Don't worry about that. Um, We're going to talk about some basketball. Uh, But first, Daniel, the fine folks over at Built Bar are making some great stuff for us. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar that you'll ever put in your mouth. It is soft. It is chewy. It is high in protein. It is low in sugar. It is high in fiber. It's the protein bar that you need as you are going throughout your day. Whether you need a meal replacement, pre-workout, post-workout, or something that's going to keep you healthy right after the COVID-19 has hit you for poundage, not for the illness, and also... As holiday seasons abound, go ahead, put down grandma's cookie, tell her you ate it. Instead, pick up something that tastes exactly like it. I know, Nana, is, mm. I, I get it. I understand. You fight me on that. But I'm telling you, Listen, Built Bar tastes you, just like your cookie. It, your Nana doesn't have to know. She okay? don't, there's she don't no need, know. Don't there's her, no don't need to bring her. There's no need to sully her good name by, by explaining to her that the fine folks over at Built Bar are mass producing things that taste better than anything she makes. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and go to builtbar.com. Once you're over there, let them know that we sent you by putting locked on in the promo code. You're gonna get 20% off your order of builtbar.com locked on promo code. All right, Daniel. Clint, it's basketball season. Hello. 
Hello. It's okay. Basketball. Season. I need to start by saying this. I have been on this podcast saying I was not a college basketball fan outside of March Madness. I didn't follow a team. I enjoyed the the seasonality of it, and I got hooked on UGA team. Coincidentally, right when Tom Crean was coming into his own at UGA, uh, which has only been a very very short time. I understand that. I get that. Uh, so I've been very excited. Last year, Ant Man got me way into it. Daniel, I. This is going to sound sacrilegious to Ant-Man, the best No, it's not. Go ahead and say it. I am more hooked today and more excited mm-hmm. about the future of UGA basketball after watching the beatdown, and I will call it a beatdown because we were executing at high level, uh, Sunday night for our basketball team. Daniel, my goodness, this was... Do you know why... Do you know why you're more hooked, Clint? I can explain it to you Please. fairly simply. It's Please a, do. it's a twofold reason. Number one, this team's more fun to watch than last year's team. Hands down. Uh, second second reason, uh, slightly related. This team's better than last year's uh, team. We said by that a this wide team. Margin. Don't sleep on the fact that this team losing the number one player in the NBA draft, losing Rayshon Hammonds, losing four-year starter Tyree Crump addition by subtraction. Uh, yes, it was. This team, we said this team was going to be better than last year's team. And lo and behold, uh, we're one game into the season, very small sample size. But uh, this team's better. And there's many reasons why this team is better, but none of them are shorter or more important mm-hmm. than Severe Wheeler. Hello. Uh, he is the straw that stirs the drink, Clint. He is the the engine that makes this team go. When Severe Wheeler sits on the bench, this team is terrible. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's, no it's offense. Shocking that, that that statement no offense is so wildly true. Michael Starks, he didn't do anything wrong in the game. Backup point guard did nothing wrong in the game. I'm sure he's a fine point guard. This team's not any good when Severe Wheeler's on the bench, but fortunately, it doesn't seem like Severe Wheeler's going to have to spend that much time on the bench this year. Minutes he played. Yeah, he's going to continue to do that. Um, uh, just an uncanny ability to get into the lane and get whatever shot he wants. Clay. My goodness, how does he do? How? How? You're watching, I... and you literally don't understand how. Last year, Severe Wheeler, it was clear as day. He had the desire to get down the lane and get a shot. This year, it turns out that he has the desire and, oh, wait, the talent and skill to go with it, to shot yeah. selection as he gets in the lane. Or the one little bounce pass to a breaking from the baseline uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. player for a great assist. That is incredible as well. No, 12 assists, 12 points in 35 minutes. Uh, my God, He had 12 assists in this game, Clint. Y- y'all That's know what not- I'm saying. That's not something. This is not the NBA. No, there's not a million possessions on this team. Like we didn't score a million points in this game. He had 12 assists. Um, unbelievable performance, I would say, by Severe Wheeler. Blown away. Uh, the the term floor general is used, maybe overused. He is truly a floor general, but he's also a big time scorer and a big time facilitator. Uh, still needs to improve the jump shot quite a bit, but that um, we can forgive him for because he had a great game. Uh, but but not the best game of his career. No. Someone else, though, Clint, had the hey. best game of their career. Not 
by a narrow margin, but I, by an incredibly wide margin. I want to know, like, is this is this men in black status? Have has a bug crawled through the nose of of Ty Fagan, and has yes. has he taken over a body somehow and Listen, produced superhuman ability within him? Somebody get Brady Quinn on the phone. So we need to ask. The, I'm, all I'm saying is that there's I, no way to know that a bug didn't I crawl. I don't know Fagan. definitively. No one can say for sure. I'll tell you what happened to Ty Fagan, Clint. This is his third year at the University uh-huh. of Georgia. He came in his freshman year, was a sort of seldom used uh, contributor on this team. Kind of came in, some garbage duties. He played last year. Um in the Anthony Edwards show that yep. was Georgia basketball. And sometime in this offseason, somebody, and God bless them, Clint, whoever yep. they are, whoever they are, God bless them. Somebody told Ty Fagan, hey, do you know how you could dominate at college basketball? How's that? You, you could just decide that when the ball mm-hmm. is out there, you're going to be the one that goes and gets it. That's how you can dominate the game. Clint, the 21 points that Ty Fagan scored mm. were impressive. His right. movement without the ball, Clint, was was next level in this game. Best I've seen a Georgia player move without the ball maybe it in a decade. Okay? This is he was Hello. he was making cuts. He was everywhere that you wanted him to be. But that was not the part of the game that impressed me the most. Ty Fagan got five rebounds in the first three minutes of the game tonight. Just we he, we call that want to. Every like he is he the tallest player on the court, Clint? Heavens no. no. No, not even by uh by any stretch of the imagination. But he got the ball when the ball was out there to get. He's the one that went and got it. The offensive rebound uh, that he had in the second half where he just went over the man two different times and got the offensive board uh, that eventually led to a basket for the team. This guy just decided he's going to be that guy. He didn't go hunting his shot, and I pray that 21 points does not make him think that he needs to go be an elite no, no. scorer and go no, no. hunting his shot. Just You just keep doing you. Uh, Andrew Garcia... I don't know who you are still, but welcome to the squad. You I, just keep doing you. Is that time, someone? Is that someone's uncle? Every time is I that, see that him Ty Fagan's free, uncle. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like that that man is is on his second mortgage, Daniel. He has refinanced his his house for the second time. Okay, the old re, the old refinance the old refinance guy. It's a key contributor to every. Good basketball team. You got to have your refinance guy. <laughs> but I'm here for all of it because he played exceptionally well. My gosh, this team is exciting, Daniel. And and I know everybody's going to bang on the defense. Okay, like we don't have defense, mm. but let me tell sure. you right now, I I saw a marked improvement in one game. I, this was the best defensive game we've played in 18 months. I agree. I I I completely agree. There are some defensive liabilities on this team. Um, look, Tumani Kamara is is maybe just not very good at defense. Don't don't, like he's, don't say that. He's he he's out of position a lot of times. Um, but Justin Kyer, I saw some great. Mm-hmm. I saw some great 
perimeter defense out of him. Uh, Jaquan Walton is not a very good defender. Christian Brown is actually a really good defender, but then halfway through the play, he loses control of his body and jumps on the guy's face. Like at some point, like he he just he roundhouse kicks the guy in the face, but just because he forgets how to be a human being, because uh, that's Christian Brown's thing. Uh, but the defense they were hitting ridiculous circus shots in the first half. They, they were. were they were hitting insane shots. I'm not mad about the defense. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what is the problem with this team, though, Clint, and you know it. Yeah. And I know it, but it just has to be said. This this is a terrible shooting team. Good golly! Like the, don't don't just sit us out on the perimeter. We get somebody who uh, stops our penetration, and we have to dish out and hit that three. And it's a shame, Clint, 27%, 5 of 22, 22%, I should say, 5 of 22 from three-point range. This is an awful shooting team again for the third consecutive year under Tom Crane. I've never seen anyone who cared more about a thing and then had his team be so bad at that thing. Like all Tom Crean wants is for to have a team that can shoot the ball, and yet, um, boy, this team is really Christian Brown, Jaquan Walton couldn't hit anything. Chumani Kamara, zero for four from three. Uh, It was ugly. Severe Wheeler, zero for four, as we said earlier. Uh, It was ugly from distance, which is a shame because Severe Wheeler creates wide open shots. There were so many wide open shots. In this game, uh, I didn't see very many bad shots, which that is a market improvement from last year's team. Last year's team, not just Anthony Edwards, but definitely Anthony Edwards included. Last year's team took a lot of really bad shots, Clint. But this year's team, uh, in the one-game sample that we've seen so far, I didn't see a ton of bad shots, but just nothing went in. So hopefully that was just a really bad night tom crean doesn't seem concerned he never seems concerned but uh just spoiler alert i'm concerned clint same because because we're not going to get a million fast break points and we're not going to get a million ty fagan back cuts for layups like we did tonight against everybody we're going to have to shoot the ball in the half court if we're going to win basketball games in the SEC. And right now, if you force us to play a half court set, it's ugly. It's, it's pretty ugly be because we because we cannot shoot the ball. No, absolutely not. Hey, come back tomorrow where we wrap up a little bit more about USC Junior and we look ahead to Vanderbilt. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow and every day after that on Locked on Bulldogs. Before you go, Peacock and Williamson is NFL analysis. Brian Peacock, former NFL scout, Matt Williamson hosts Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. They give you their national perspective on all the NFL the latest news, insight, every game, picks, get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday on Peacock and Williamson. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. He's Daniel. I'm Clint. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See ya.